machine Gonna rock the town without being seen Have you ever seen a turtle get down? Slamming and jamming to the new swing sound Yeah, everybody let's move Vanilla is filled with a new jack move Gonna rock and roll the place With the power of the ninja turtle bass Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Podcast in a Half Shell. I'm, as always, your co-host with the co-most, Duncan, and sat to the left of me, not the right. To because, the left, to the left. Because uh, apparently that's too confusing. I don't it, like it. Is, uh, is at Stace Bob underscore T Parler no at Twitter and <laughs> hashtag... We're not at the Twitters yet. Hashtag Do she's like a misogynist and hates women apparently. Yeah, and man. All of them. <laughs> That's the thing is, right, that's referencing something I'm now going to have to explain. Yeah. Otherwise, people will think I'm legit misogynist. Well, to be fair, if Kevin Smith can start a podcast and talk for half an hour about his own life experiences, then I don't see why we can't. Even if it's got well, nothing to do with the subject he's talking about. Okay, long story short, I'm not into the new Ghostbusters movie. And it's not because women, because I'd be quite happy if it was different women. But I don't like two of the women involved. I think they're terrible. And the other two I don't know. And I've not seen a... Paul Fade movie that I could actually sit through. So, and you know, he's a bloke. So. They're pretty good reasons to not be into a movie. So shut up, internet. What do you know about life? You're not allowed to not like Paul Fade because that's Misandry. Misandry! I don't give a fuck. It's my new catchphrase. <laughs> I don't give a chainsaw. But, <laughs> hello again. I'm Stace. Did we say that? You are Stace. That did, is did true. Did we say it? I that don't is true. Well, look, this is on the parlour. Network. Oh yeah, people should know. This is yours. The mugs and the t-shirts have got your face on, and mine as well on some of them. Somebody actually bought one of my t-shirts and put a picture of themselves up on Facebook, and I almost did a die because it was exciting. Good. They should all buy your face shirt. They should. And everybody should buy mine as well because I'm graceful bosoms with my mug. Trey handsome. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, in in you know pictorial form, (laughs) much better in much better in that caricature. Anyway. Yeah, so welcome to, welcome to episode 10 of Podcast in Half Shell, um, where we don't review movie trailers. Although, actually, no, that's technically a lie because we did review the trailer for yeah. the new Turtles film, but that was on topic. So, yeah. Yeah. but today, Humdinger, <laughs> we have, we're reviewing, seeing as it's about the only Turtles film we haven't reviewed yet. Mm. What are we going to do and we, now that we've run out of films? And, and once the new one comes out, we're buggered. We're not going to have anything to... There's like some comics left that mm. we haven't talked about and a lot of a lot of 80s cartoon we haven't talked about. Yeah, and I might actually watch it next time. I'll endeavour. I will do, but we're not reviewing the next mutation like you want to. Um, no, I am. I promise, right, cross my heart right mm. now, that as long as it's still on Netflix, because I ain't paying for it, as long as it's still on Netflix, <laughs> I will watch one episode by the next time we record and I will review it. Fair enough, you can do that on your own. It'll be like, be like Next Mutation Corner. Yeah, you can be our uh, on-the-spot correspondent or whatever. Yeah. But today, today, as you probably guessed, we're, we're reviewing the uh, the only film we've not reviewed that is out at the moment, which is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. and Not slime. No. It's ooze. No, it is ooze. Um, Get it right. Kinell. So, <laughs> yeah. this film. This film. This film. I've made my feelings known about it. Reasonably well a few times. I'm not the biggest fan. I don't 
hate it, but I also don't love it. Have you? It's all have, right. have you? Have you um... <laughs> Because I know you used to really, really like it, but yeah, have you, through the benefit of rose-tinted glasses being removed? Yeah, I think it's because when I was younger, I didn't notice so much that they don't fight the Super Shredder at the mm. end. I mean, we'll get there, obviously, but, you know, overall... Or use weapons. Yeah. Well, see, this is one thing I was going to come on to, which I'll save for later, but basically, I didn't really notice this when I was a kid, and I just thought it was, like, hella funny. It's not, though, is it? No. Now that mm. I've seen it as an adult, I mean, for a start, it opens in a New York City in which literally everybody's eating pizza. There's like a horse mm. and carriage that goes by and I'm surprised the horse isn't like cheering down on a slice. <laughs> See, I was surprised there's that bit where there's the two coppers with a handcuffed criminal and I was waiting for him to pull a slice of pizza out of his pocket because his hand was <laughs> right near his pocket. But it's like, it, it was so... It, do you know what? Despite the fact that I'd eaten pizza the night before and about, I don't know, 10 minutes before I came here, I wolfed down the rest of it. <laughs> it almost put me off pizza because it's so... It's, it's so really flappy. Fucking gross. Why is it so flappy? I don't know. Is it's that too an American greasy. thing? Like mm. pizzas are flappy. Do you know what? That's when even that that bothered me. It was just the way that it was almost fetishized. Like then people who were there with like the champagne, and then they both pull out a piece of pizza and eat it next to each other and in a loving it. fashion. <laughs> like, oh, like everything. Oh, it is gross. Plus, it, I always, I don't, I know I shouldn't, and I put this twice in here because you see it twice. But in the opening of the film, you see the World Trade Center, and I know that shouldn't bother me. Because it's an old film, but it really does. I know I shouldn't it, be bothered see, by it. It says a lot about me and my oblivious nature that I didn't even notice. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's nice in the background. But I'm pretty confident it wasn't shot on location, so they were probably just... Um, Stock footage. Yeah, yeah. But to be fair, this is a film from the early 90s, so that's... This is true. I don't know. It's, it's You've weird. you got to let it off. It didn't know. No, but it's... It, I don't know. It's just weird to me that, like, there's an entire generation of people who have been born after what happened and... and, and the, the mm. question would be, what's that? Yeah. No, like, it's, I don't know. It's, uh, but anyway, that's, you know, just, that's not what we Thank you. <laughs> so. That fellow, I didn't mean to do <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, yeah. The, so, we're introduced in this first scene to uh, Kino. Right? Is it Kino? I was been calling him Kino. Like well, that guy, spelled, Like that guy out of Marshall, uh, Mortal Kombat. It's spelled K-E-N-O. But everybody pronounces it like Kino, like it might have an I instead. But anyway. What, like one of those things from Pogs? Oh, that was a keeny. Sorry. Oh. Did you ever play Whoosh. Pogs as a kid? Well, I did, but only it was like that pogs. metal thing that you used to throw on top of them because oh. you used to have to. Smoke I didn't know that had a name. Well, you just a just collector. Like a big metal one. You never play the game. <laughs> a big metal one. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um. Um. So he's a dick, like immediately. Oh yeah. The first thing Total he does do. is try to chat up a woman, and when she says no thanks, says yeah, well, you're fat anyway. Pretty much. He was like one of them assholes on Plenty of Fish that like message a girl. And then when he gets rejected, he immediately insults them and says something like, oh, I was only having a bet with my mates anyway. Yeah, like you're a like, fucking fat, ugly pig anyway. Who yeah, cares? Like, well, hang on a minute. You're the one that made the first <laughs> yeah. advance and she wasn't really particularly Not that even... insulting. She was just kind of dismissive, which isn't yeah, the worst thing just, in the world. What did she say? Dream on. And he was like, yeah, and maybe when I do, I'll dream of something thinner. Yeah. Like, like oh, mate, fucking I'd have fucking backslapped him. Fucking arsehole. He also rides the world's gayest scooter. <laughs> and I wasn't paying attention to his scooter. I was too oh, busy was to raging at the fact that apparently this person was fat who isn't, and he's a knob. And I was like, it, like when you find out that he's one of the protagonists of the movie, mm. I was just like, that's your introduction to him then, being <laughs> a massive like dick to a, a group of women outside a pizza parlor. Like you having a laugh? I I didn't Terrible. like him. He, he frustrated me in every way, shape, or form. The thing is, he's a good him. he's a good fighter. Like his martial arts is pretty on point. 
from what I could tell. I mean, I don't know because I don't do martial arts. It looked good to me. Yeah, he seemed like he was doing all right. He seemed like he knew what I he mean, was it was whilst they were all attacking him one at a time anyway. So, well, you know, up until, standard. You know, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a point I've made a lot through my notes is that, you know, if the Foot Clan just ganged up on people, they'd probably stand a better chance because yeah. they are a lot stealthier. Although these are just bog standard robbers, so. Have <laughs> your notes died? Yeah. Wait for the program to respond. As about now. <laughs> well, yeah, the uh, the opening like bit where he's going to deliver some pizzas to April, I believe. Yes. Um. So he gets waylaid because he spots a robbery occurring and he thinks... I'll interrupt this. Eon. I'll do yeah, something I'll... that's not in my uh, job description. I'll definitely get in there and uh, stir this shit up. That seems like a good idea. And of course, he kicks like a couple of people's butts and then like mm. a bunch of other guys turn up with tights on their heads. Like, you having a draft, mate? And then, yay, turtles appear. They are, do you know what? I've, it's another thing. They are the least stealthy in this film than they've ever been in we can any come, other film. We can or come TV to that later TV because show. I have such a fucking mm. nitpick with one of the bits of the movie that really made me cross. Um, one of the things I do love about the Turtles movies is their let's just jump in the air and static shot that while the title of the movie comes mm. up. I fucking love that. It's nonsense, but it's great. Then we have a fight scene that is possibly the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life because apparently it's not acceptable to hit a guy with nunchucks, but it's fine to twat him in the eye with a yo-yo. I, do you know what I said about that as well? Like nunchucks are banned in this film, but pretending that sausages are nunchucks is completely fine. Like, what's well, the, the fucking difference? He no, uses the, them exactly the same way. Yeah, and the thing that pissed me off about the yo-yo was, if I'm a kid, I'm much more likely to have a yo-yo mm. lying around my house to then try and twat my sister in the eye with. Well, why did the crew? <laughs> why did they stop and watch him doing these tricks? Like, they actually know. just fall on stop like and watch him doing it. And why did they fall for that stupid bit where Donatello <laughs> pretends to be the clown? Like. Oh, hang on a minute. This toy looks exactly like the people that we're chasing. And then all he does is tickle him with that bat and just sort of yeah. s- s- stroke him a lot. It's very weird. Oh, God. But I noticed that uh, Donnie's staff seems to be acceptable to use in a fight. Uh, he's the only one I noticed getting away with actually u- hitting people with his stick. I think he only did it the once, though, because there's that bit later it was on where he's, where he's um, what's it? He's, he's chalking it up like a pool cue, and then he don't use it. <laughs> and there's them two ninjas that he tries to sneak by, and instead of hitting them both with his sticks when he could have done, he follows one. The other one don't notice him, and then he lets them knock each other out. Right? Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it's oh. weird. So. And Donnie's new voice is just no. I hate it. I don't accept it. I can't accept it. Mm. Whereas a lot of the lines that might have been fairly charming with Corey Feldman's voice, but with this guy, it's weird. And like his running gag of trying to say something cool but sounding like a tool is not as charming when it's not Corey Feldman doing yeah, it. no, I agree. It's a weird one because you don't think of Donnie as having a particular voice, but then when it's wrong, it's really wrong. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. And this is really wrong. Yeah, he doesn't sound right. It just... No, I didn't. Mm, no, his voice bothered me. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan. So they get beat. So the turtle, yeah, the turtles beat him up. Raph puts Kino in a bin. <laughs> yeah, and I can't figure out why. To keep him safe, I think. Yeah, it but was. he was being a pretty major badass by himself. Mm. Like it's fine. I thought at first it was because like, oh, I don't want you to like see us and that. But I like he's, how they're teenagers. It's cool. Like, well, I like how they're teenagers, but he call they call him a kid. He's yeah. got to be a teenager and all, if not about the same age as them. Like, yeah. well, why are you older? Um, that was odd. But yeah, I, I can only assume it was to try and keep him safe. But like you say, like he's he's they must have seen him doing a pretty decent job of taking down four of them by himself. So yeah. surely a touch of help wouldn't have hurt. Like you say, they'd already seen him because they were being so. They 
just like run down the, the stairs and mm, leap into the air like turtles? Whatever like, the opposite of stealthy is, <laughs> that's what they have been throughout the entire Obnoxiously visible is oh. what they are in this movie. <laughs> Do you know what? I've noticed that in this, the turtles are more animated than they are in the cartoons. They're always moving or doing something or saying something, or and it's usually not funny. Yeah. Most of the times it's... Yeah, there's not... Mm. There's no real good... I mean, there's there's a joke that's coming up later that I'll piss myself out yeah, every we time. We know you love that one. Oh. <laughs> you know exactly what yeah, you Yeah, I do, well. exactly. I love it. And I knew when it was coming up, I was waiting for it, I was like, fucking Stace. There's, um... There, I think this is the first film where you can visibly notice the eye holes. Because mm. uh, oh, I... Yeah, but the suits, I thought they looked really good. Especially suits, in comparison to the third one. I was going to say, the suits are better than three, but not as good as the first. I don't know why they Which changed is, them. Do you know what they are? Well, because a lot of the... They, they are actually better suits. Because these new suits are... Um, all of the stuff's in the head. No, mm. um, I think that... that the, all of the animatronics is um, it's more compact. There's, so they did something different where... Um, I can't remember. I was uh, I read about it ages ago, but they'd fine tuned the animatronics that they used for like the mouths and stuff, so that they could get it in the head. So they're slightly more advanced technologically wise, technology wise, technologically wise, <laughs> technology wise. But um, yeah, no, they do look a little bit. I don't know. It's. I still think they look decent. They look decent, but they're def- I just don't think they're any. The, the the first ones to me were the best ones, and I don't know why they just steadily got worse. Um, I still maintain they're not as bad as the ones from the third film. They're not no, covered in liver oh, spots no. at least. Yeah, well, I don't know what I don't know what that's about. I think I've discovered why Donatello always looks weird when he talks, and it's because his mouth is much beakier than the other guys. Mm. I don't know if you've noticed, it almost comes down into a point, which seems like flaps when he speaks. It's really weird. Poor Donatello, he's getting a bad rap in this movie. I was trying. I'm trying to figure out if. Uh, oh, by the way, this film's got your mate in it. It's got a lot of my mates in it. Yeah, it's got Leif Tilden in it. It's got Leif Tilden in it. It's got yeah. Michelin Sisti in it as well. Yeah, it's yeah. got my mate in it and all. <laughs> oh, we should have that later. Comedy. We'll come to that later. It'll probably be at the next one. Because mm. he's, really he's, he's from Manchester, he's a mank. So he'll come down. Yeah. It's not, not man, Nottingham's not that super far away. It's not like he's, you know. I might I come know. with you if you go again. I, um, I got really bamboozled when I was looking up this film because I thought that the Michelangelo in it was Nick Palmer. Because, um, I met him at the con last year as well, mm. and he signed my DVD. But I'd only took like the first one with me because I didn't know, <laughs> didn't know that they were all going to be there. And uh, and he passed a comment about only being in the second movie. But then when I looked it up on IMDb, it was like, no, Michelangelo was Michelin sister, and I was like, okay, I'm really confused. I met him too though; he's awesome. But apparently, and this is really bamboozling to me, Nick Palmer was Mikey, and so was Michelin sister, but. Nick Palmer only did the stunts. Right, okay. So I don't understand why you would bother. No offence to, to Mish, my good mate Mish. But why would you have a different guy just doing the regular walking and talking biz? Yeah. When you could I just pay one dude? I don't know. I don't know, but That's they're all really nice is. guys, so I don't really care. <laughs> I, um, I made another note that, that at least these turtles pay for their pizza, which is more than the cartoon ones tend to do. That's true. Because they leave that money once they've, uh, for this, they nick the pizza from um, Kano. Well, it was and, for uh, them anyway, wasn't it? Well, I know, but I mean, they take it <laughs> off him, but they didn't, you know, they left money. So I'm, I'm happy with that. But uh, after they've, so anyway, after they've beaten up all the turtles, um, after we've met all your mates, uh, <laughs> and they've jumped on screen, we cut Kano's run outside, called the coppers, and they've all been left in a nice big bundle with one hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> Spider-Man style. <laughs> yeah. After, a, you know, a series of really painful slapstick 
bits of fighting. Oh god, you can really tell that like this it was, was so clearly toned. Up. Yeah, I don't understand why because the first one's not that violent. It's, it's not, not like people get shanked and stuff like that. It's not, but also like I know I'm not a parent, so maybe I'm just looking at this too like clinically. But in my head, it would make much more sense to just like show the guy with the swords to be doing a stabby stab because my kid can like learn how to kick and punch from them because they still kick mm. people and punch people and yeah. stuff. But my kid is not likely to ever have a sword. No, unless so... it's Danny John Jules. Because he, didn't he chase after somebody with a samurai sword or something? No idea. Swear he did. Or a crossbow. I don't know. One of the know. A crossbow? No, I swear he chased after his binman with a samurai sword or something. Around those I, I swear down that that is a legit news story. That's ridiculous. Because um, he was at MCON and we kept going on about it all day. We were like, shit, I hope he's not in his tracksuit that he's chasing after the binman with his fucking samurai sword. Oh, um, shit. So, yeah, when? there you go. Yeah, that was, they, they don't use the weapons at all, do they? Except for, I mean, even Leo doesn't unleash his swords apart from that one bit when he stabs him in the ceiling, which I'm imagining if he'd have done that, using his weight to pull himself up, would have pulled the swords down again. Yeah, and he'd have just fallen on his ass. What gets me is a little bit later in the movie when they're caught in a net. You've yeah. got swords there, Oh, uh, yeah. You got... I put that as well. Yeah, it's so <laughs> annoying. It's, it doesn't, it just doesn't make. Any, anyway, we've skipped ahead a bit there. We've got a new April. We have. We go back to our house and we've Paige got a new Turco. prettier April. I put that, but I don't think that that's fair because I was looking at new. I was looking at current photos of uh, Judith Hope, mm. right? And she looks a lot prettier. I think it's because it was eighties fashion and eighties styles. And bear in mind, she's yeah. got more of a haircut of like the old how April used to have her hair in the comics, like quite a big, permy, boofy, bush yeah. bouffant sort of bullshit. So I don't think that that's, I don't think that's, a f- I felt really bad when I typed it and I realised, but hang on a minute, I've looked at photos of my mum in the 80s and she looks younger and prettier now, like 50 odd than she did in the 80s, because people just looked old back then. Well, people just looked bizarre back then. Mm. Everything was big, shoulder pads and hair. And- that was another one. I noticed that in a lot of her news bulletins, she looks a bit like Joan Collins in fucking Dynasty with what she's wearing. <laughs> She got these really weird outfits with like pointy shoulder pads and like V-neck, and it's it looks so weird. Yeah. So the turtles have been living with April since their lair got mm. trashed, I guess. Yeah, and they're leaving a mess everywhere because they're teenagers and they're mucky. Yeah, and they don't seem to understand how anything works like at all in a house, which is weird. Well, they do live in where where all the poo goes. But even April says at one point like the rat is the cleanest one, mm. and uh, yeah, he it's... looks more like a wolf in this i got to say, there was a line. I can't remember where it comes in the film, so I don't care if I'm skipping ahead, but there's a bit where somebody says, hey, where's Splinter? Or what's Splinter up to? And he just appears in the window and says, coming. And well, then leaves a really long gap. And then says, to a decision. He is voiced by a pedo, so... But it just made me laugh so hard. So I was like, he literally just appears and goes, coming. He's like, what's the rest of this sentence? Um, so, yeah, that that was weird. Um, I, the, how do you feel about the uh, flip punishment... I don't think it was that bad, really. I don't think it was that bad. I mean, bad, it's only like it the seems... same as doing push-ups or running. Yeah, but or something. it seems weird that he never did it in the first movie. And mm. like, it seems like a thing you've yeah, been doing their, their entire lives. Yeah, but they also used their weapons in the first movie, yeah. and you know, were considerably funnier <laughs> and less annoying. So I don't know. I think I could. Maybe it's just something that we didn't see them do in the first film. Mm. Do you know what? I, um, I'm going to have to admit that Leo was a proper dildo in this film. <laughs> Leo's he always was really a dildo. annoying. No, he's not. Like, ev- everyone, <laughs> he's always look, a dildo. Look, everyone's a dildo in this film. There's more dildos in this film than there is in a sex shop, right? <laughs> Except Casey Jones, and, and that's only because he's not in it, right? 
He's like Everyone, not being a dildo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's busy not being a dildo somewhere else. But, but um, there's that one bit where he's like, yes, Master Splinter. Like, he's proper being a right brown-nosing little fuck. And I was like, mm. oh, God, Leo, come on now. Does he... I was just a bit sad. Does he even really do anything in the movie? But none of them do. No. No, none of them do. They all do that terrible, like, <laughs> lame slapstick fighting that they... That, it just seems to increase more and more mm-hmm. to the point of being... To like, until you get to the next mutation when it's probably at its, like, zenith. And then after that, they seem to have... You know, you've got the massive gap. You've got the 2003 series where they actually fight, and then the 2007 movie, and then now where they're like, you know, Hulk roid monsters who can just like smash everything up anything <laughs> anyway, so yeah. they don't even have to worry about it. Do you know what I did like about this film? It retcons that Mac, to make Casey Jones not not a murderer. <laughs> mm. I t- do you know what cracks me up a bit? We're skipping ahead again, and I'm sorry, but I, not I, by I much, things keep to be popping fair. into my. No, I'm skipping right to the end. Oh, right, fair enough. Um, <laughs> I'm not. If Shredder as a normal human person, can go through what is essentially a miniature trash compactor in the mm. back of a bin van, right, and live as a normal human guy. Why do we think a few planks of wood falling on Super Shredder would, oh, no, no. would murder him? Oh, I've got plenty to say about that, but don't worry. <laughs> we'll get Calm there. Calm down. We'll get there. I noticed from the look of the Shredder's hand when he bursts out from the garbage that he's a zombie. <laughs> by the look of things, because his hands all fucked up and stuff, but apparently he's not. I also realised that when they were all running to the place and they're like, this is our fallback that Sam Rockwell obviously got arrested and that made me sad. Yeah. Because he's not in it. And uh, Tatsu, what's his name? Tatsu, Tatsuo? You know the, Tatsu, the one? Yeah. This is number two from the first one. His dubbed voice is even worse than in the first one. It's so bad. There were moments I was crying with laughter because of how terrible it is. I've briefly met the guy who does that dubbed voice. Really? And he seems like a really nice chap. And yeah. I just don't, I can't, I can't understand why you would do this. It's it's weird and bad. What I couldn't figure out, and this is a this is a, a legit qualm, because it goes from the turtles are at Maple's apartment, and it you kind of get the impression that they've been there for quite some time. Yeah, because she's, she's kind getting of really cross. <laughs> yeah, it's not like this film takes place the night after their fight with the Shredder. Yeah. Okay. okay I'm assuming. Well, I'm assuming they've been there for a couple, like a month or so. At least. You know. At least but, two or three weeks. But why is it? When all the foot members gather back at the junkyard, it's like they've literally run there from the fight after the shredder. I've never put that together, but you're right. It's that's how it felt, isn't it? Yeah, because they're, they're, like, they're like, oh, this, this is, is our like a safe so house type situation. It would have made more sense that they're there prepping and Tets- Tetsu- Tetsuo or whatever has been trying to build them back up to strength, and then the shredder comes back. Because mm. from that scene, it felt like they'd literally just regrouped that night. Like, why? What took them so long? What the, what have they been doing that's so pressing? Well, maybe the turtles are just that messy. <laughs> maybe it was, like, the night after. But that's what I mean. It <laughs> the turtles are I, just trollops. That's what I mean. I would have liked to have known what, you know, what the time frame is. It, I couldn't figure that one out. And I think maybe that's because of watching, like, how did this, listening to how did this get made. And I've never really sat and thought about it in a lot of these terrible movies that they don't really set out a time frame and things just seem to happen over like the course of a few days that should probably take course over a month or the other way around. Mm. Like, but it, yeah, that was bothering me a little bit. So yeah. I don't think we've got an answer to that. But I'm going to assume that the turtles are just that trampy. Mm. <laughs> They've just run riot in her house and she's already wanting them gone. But this is it, though. That wouldn't have been... They wouldn't have run there to that house and been there that that same night. Because where, where was Casey? You know, because he'd have... Well, he's no, fucking on the lamb, isn't he? <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, because he think thinks he's, he's a murdered murderer. a dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah. I was, he, he's sorely missing from this movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, everything misses. If Elias Cote is in, in things, um, you know... 
Him and him and Christopher Maloney. I like that guy. I know he's not in any of the Turtles films, but I like Chris Maloney. He okay, just improves things. You, you ever watch Green Lantern First Flight? No. But he's not a, it's a cartoon, but he does the voice of Green Lantern. He's okay. uh, one of them Law and Order types, but um, shit, he's in um, Wet Hot American Summer. No? It's all right. I don't know why. I'm why sorry. do I play this game with you? I know that I'm... <laughs> just I, just I, do you know what? what How long have we known each other? How long have we been friends for now? And I still keep trying to do this. I sh- if I was, do you know what? If I was doing this podcast with Rich, I'd be all right. He'd yeah. have known straight away. Fuck's sake. Anyway, <laughs> carry on. <laughs> so we find out... I think this is around the time of the movie that we find out that TGRI have discovered a bunch of leaky, mutant, toxic, wasty... This is another one to do with... Ah, here we go, right? This is another thing about the fucking time frame of this movie. So the Shredder... We go from the Shredder at night to April doing a news report in the morning at this scene where TGRI are cleaning up. Now, as far as we're, we know, the Shredder has... I, I've not... It's, I didn't see him... He's got a spy with April, but I don't recall seeing oh, him get him to do get send anybody to spy on her. This guy's just, presumably already been working with her. Yeah. So how long's he been? When you know he's playing the long game, I guess. Well, he must have been, yeah, because this kid runs off and finds some of the because TGRI are trying to clear up their mess from the ooze, which was buried fifteen years ago, um, and it's made giant daffodils or something. Are they daffodils? Dandelions. Dandelions. Sorry, yeah, they're the ones that make you pissed about, don't they? Yeah. So a big one would just you know. You know, you'd just be uncontrollably pissing. Yeah, you'd wee everywhere, wouldn't you? All you'd over like, the shop. All of the piss. But anyway, it'd be better if it was a giant buttercup because then it'd show you if you like butter or if you like butter a lot because it'd be massive and you put it under your chin and it'd shine. <laughs> anyway, Why are kids so stupid? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Come on, we all believed it at one point or another. That is true, I definitely did. There you go. But anyway, they're cleaning up this mess and they find these giant uh, dan- uh, uh, what, flowers. And, <laughs> what were they? Yeah, dandelions. Dan- giant dandelions. Yep. And... Um, this spy runs off and finds them, and this is my mates in this scene, David Warner. Warno. Warno! You're my mate. He's, he said he's my mate, therefore he's my mate. Oh, he's so adorable. And yeah, it's true. He loved me. He reminded me of my granddad. He was so lovely. Aww. He was, he was lovely because he was wandering around, like, just, just happy just being, you know, David Warner. And I'm like, fucking Ra's al Ghul from Batman the Animated Series. Fucking Sark from Tron, get over here. That's awesome. Uh, I couldn't approach my him, head. I was so quiet. I couldn't approach him, and he couldn't have been nicer. And I was there behind him, like, oh, like he must have been scared of me. Sometimes that makes it more awkward, though, because I, I, I know even less what to say when they're mm. being really super nice to me. Yeah, like, I just, oh, I'd... be a dick so I can just go. <laughs> oh, he was lovely. Anyway, <laughs> so he seems all shifty and shady and stuff, and to be fair, he's usually a villain in films, so you assume that he's bad. And then Raphael calls him a spasmatic prick. Yeah. He's my mate. What Ooh. a prick. But I don't think that's something you can really say, like, ever. No, and I'm, it I'm does calling seem... 90s bullshit on that too. I don't think you could have said it then either. Yeah, I know. It, it, mind you, having said that, isn't it? It might be like a cultural thing. It probably just, I don't know. Yeah, but people have said, like, that's being a spaz. I think that's, I don't know. I think in America it carries a different connotation. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Because I, don't... I swear I've heard it a lot. Because I swear. Spasmatic, No, I think it does because I swear in the, um, there was like a Mario game or something that said, like, that put that in. Whereas in this country, obviously, it's what people used to call people with cerebral palsy until they changed it. Which is good because it's such a horrible it's fucking horrible. word, isn't it, really? Yeah, like, it made me cringe when he said it. I was like, oh, mm. no, I don't like, don't like it. Yeah, and, like called it. It and I'm really so offensive, and I, like I say stupid mm. things all the time that are really horrible. But that I know I think there's one thing between like you know 
making a near the knuckle joke and like having it come out of like one of the turtles' mouths when they're meant yeah. to be like kids things. But I, I think that that's a I think that's a lot like a translation thing. I think in America I so. it's I don't know you you know people in America they can tell you. We had three hundred downloads on the last episode, so maybe someone can answer that. Query it wasn't for the us. last one; it was the first one. The first one. <laughs> so, if there's anybody who listens who's from America, will you tell us? We're putting feelers out, Go on. and also we want questions for the parlor to ask us questions. Are we doing that still? I think so. Yeah, that? but we'll do that at the end. All right, we're, we're doing that at the end. So pretend you didn't hear that. <laughs> anyway, back to what we're doing. Yeah, I'm not drunk. Can you believe that? Anyway, He's drunk on tea. I am. Cake. <laughs> He's drunk on cheese. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, this I don't know that the time frame of this film is just it is all over the place. Going back to that point, yeah, I, I liked his uh, you know the Shredder spy. I liked his jumper. It was very nineties. I didn't notice. Yeah. Oh, I should pay more attention to shit. Mm, it's uh, it made me laugh. It was so very nineties. And then he gets all pissed off. And the Shredder basically the, sh- the Shredder made me laugh. He seen he was. About as competent as the cartoon version, yet he had a really menacing costume on and he had all like Doctor Doom face scars and that guy was nearly sick and was like, his face, <laughs> right at the beginning when he's all fucked up because he's been through that mincer. And um, so he's all like messed up and shit, but he look, he's way less competent. He's like getting knocked out by loud music and stuff like that. And right at the beginning, he does that classic thing. You know that classic 80s like bad guy thing where an incompetent henchman will give them a really good plan and they'll go, stop! And then they'll say the same plan that they've clearly yeah. been thinking. He, yeah, he's he did like, that oh, that's, the that's not what I want to do. I need to find the turtles. And this guy's like, yeah, but... And he's like, no, actually, we could probably use that mutagen, you're right. But yeah. I thought of it. It was me. I love that <laughs> silence, like, hang on a minute. He's giving you he's a got, pretty decent idea. Pretty, I think that the, their biggest problem was... Uh, I don't know why they picked the animals they picked. I know, snap, like, a wolf's pretty badass, but snapping turtles... It doesn't, I don't know if the, if the logic it. was maybe a snapping turtle would be more adept at fighting a, a regular turtle mutant. Yeah, but the name but... snapping turtle just sounds. I don't know. It it doesn't instill me with great with a level of fear of, that a wolf does because wolves are pretty badass. And then they're like, "We've got a wolf. What's the other one? Snapping turtle." Like, really? You, this is the best that you could get. Like, yeah. I mean, all right, a warthog. Not super intimidating, but kind of to a certain extent. Yeah, but a rhino, yeah, yeah, like shit yourself. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Honestly, I was—I've just had a little look at the trivia, and apparently, one of the reasons that they didn't want is that Eastman and Laird weren't in favour of using Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, which is weird because their studio owns the rights to them. But it's—it's also weird because why would you not use Bebop and Rocksteady, but then come really close? Like why? I know. Why do that at all? I know. I know. Do you know what made me what I thought was really weird about the, the one I, I can't stand Tocker and Razor I hate their names they're stupid and I don't nobody like the in the movie can say Razor there no. was Raza yeah. Razor Ra- Razor like just so many people so even though I don't know how to say it because nobody, nobody settled, said it the same way nobody settled on a pronunciation and it <laughs> was really all. frustrating and on top of that the turtles look like real, reasonably realistic anthropomorphic turtles. Yeah. Like how I would imagine them to look, whereas Tocker and Razor looked like Saban Entertainment characters. Yes, they looked like. <laughs> I, what, did, what did I say they looked like? like um, proper Power Rangers. They looked like um, theme park suits of animated characters, like really good ones. Yeah. But they looked like like the wolf looked like a cartoon wolf come to life, and yeah. so did the turtle, like the snapping turtle. They, they looked stupid. Yeah, they, look cra- they were crap. 
Yeah, but, like, yeah, but there was the weird thing. They were high thing is they quality. Were, crap. Yeah, that's what was really bothersome about them. Was like they looked so the, the quality of the costumes was fantastic, but they looked shit. Yeah. They looked really unrealistic whilst looking great. Ill at the same time, it didn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. And the babies. Oh god. Oh baby. I, I cried at that bit again. Oh god. <laughs> right. He's so distraught about them being babies. I know. I know. And it was such a brilliant, like just. <laughs> Babies. Did you know Jesus. Frank Walker did the voices of Tucker and Elder? Yep. Yeah, you can tell when um, <laughs> you can tell when they talk. You can you can hear it when he does his. Uh, they sound because he did the voice of the demon in Spawn, uh, Mephist- Mephistopheles, do they call it or oh, no. whatever. But it sounded a bit like that when he does because one of them was quite good like annoyed. Which might have been the wolf. I don't know. They were interchangeable. Who cared? Like they were just shit. And they barely they're barely even in it. It's, this um, film is like an hour and a half long and it feels like it's 20 minutes. No, an hour and 20 minutes, but it feels like it's just 20 minutes. Yeah, it's... A, it's Nothing it, really happens. But also everything happens. Mm. Like, you find out more about the mutagen and how the turtles ended up coming to be. One of my favourite scenes in this film as well is when um, they, like, break into the uh, super sci-fi lab that looks like a... It looks well, like has... a reject of um, a TARDIS from, like, classic Doctor Who. Right, before we jump into that then, so... From that bit where April's uh, April's interviewing David Warner, Warner, my mate. So April interviews him. The spy runs off and nicks these dandelions. April stands there. Her her guy, her her fellow uh, news crew are like, "Oh, I'm going to stay here. I think there's more. I think there's more going on here." One, why she think that? And two, there's nothing, nothing yeah, at all going on. Happening. Nothing at all. They're literally doing. David Warner seems shady as fuck to begin with. For about half of the time he's on screen, he seems really shady. But they're literally doing exactly what they're saying they're doing. Yeah. Disposing of the mutagen, and that is it. So it cuts to the spy. The spy next to thing goes back to the shredder. And then we f- we see that the turtles have been watching the news report and decide to bust into TGRI and see what's what's what the happy haps is. After shredder, no, Splinter show, takes them to the roof and shows them the broken canister with TGRI yeah. on it. Yeah. So they go to find out what's going on. Warno is disposing of the chemicals... Down a drain, I don't know. That's uh, yeah, what it looks d- like. down a big sci-fi machine. Do you know what? I kept looking at it, and that thing in the middle, I couldn't. There was it was some blob in the middle of nothing. I was kind of <laughs> hoping it was Krang. Oh my because god, that would be amazing. But it doesn't do anything. It doesn't move. And, I, and I'm looking at it better. I think it was just like a mound of earth, but there was no explanation as to what it was. Because initially, Warno's character, Professor Jordan Perry, was supposed to be at the end of the film. Was supposed to open up his chest to reveal he was a neutron. Bloody hell. Yeah, but TGRI, the company, are the ones that made the mutagen in the comics, are the Utrons, aren't they? Yeah. So that would have been awesome, amazing. How awesome would that have been? That would have been amazing. because of Krang, they were worried people would get mixed up and think he was a villain when he wasn't, even uh, though... But, but you can understand why. He was shady as... Like I said, yeah, he was shady did, as fuck halfway through. Really shady. Up until the point when the turtles get him back. No. Yeah, even at the point when the turtles get him back, he's, he seems... he's You know, that's when he seems to switch. Because mm. he doesn't want to help the Shredder... But even then, he still is doing. Yeah. Like when the Shredder's like, oh, I'm going to dispose of Tucker and Razor. Instead of keeping his mouth shut, he's like, no, they're living creatures. Instead of like, actually, no, these things are ridiculously strong. He, he, he tells him, yeah, this is what you could use them for. Like, I know you're evil and I don't agree with what you're doing, but I'm going to help you. Yeah. Like, that's, that's stupid. That's yeah, textbook stupid. stupid. <laughs> but is it also textbook getting on the baddies good side so you don't mm. get your head lopped off yeah but he seemed like he was like when he was like they do have other attributes and it's like dude like come on 
But anyway, we are kind of skipping ahead because um, they've uh, spoilers. Forget that part. There's no t- there's no other mutants in this film until later. <laughs> shh, shh, shh. <laughs> so anyway, back to where you were. They're breaking okay. into TGRI. Into the Tardis. And that's it. And uh... there's that machine that's like all sorts of pipes and nothingness. <laughs> yeah. and, like, just... <laughs> it doesn't. Sci-fi mutagen disposal thing. It, you, I think your explanation. It's not even current Doctor Who. You're talking like. like... 80s yeah, Peter like, Davidson Doctor Who yeah, or maybe even Tom Baker it looks like it could have been made out of card and paper mache yeah it's like something like, out of the fucking tomorrow people it's, it's like an 80s everything's BBC everything's so white everything white in there is stark alright Matt Berry <laughs> why are you saying you're weird the whitest <laughs> what where do you get off Wh- whiskey <laughs> <laughs> but so, He's been doing adverts. So, Matt Berry's been doing adverts, you know, on the Absolute Radio, so and they're doing um, top 100 albums. And one of them is he's listing people. He goes, "Wet, wet, wet." It's like <laughs> I was <Love> crying. <laughs> oh, I love his voice. Anyway, any way. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so Donny goes and mashes his fingers on a keypad. Mash, mash. Oh god, this techno babble. <laughs> I love how he keeps like he has mm. to type with one finger, but he's still pressing thirty-three yeah. keys because his fingers are fucking massive. <laughs> Which is weird because you think those old-style computers had giant keys that were like about the size of a full laptop. <laughs> they were fucking massive, and he still can't hit one properly. It was hilarious. And then he comes out with a load of techno babble fucking nonsense about like, oh, you know, I can try and de- de-encrypt it, but if it's all like linked up. It could like it could. Did that be a thing? Yeah, and, and then and then the entire system gets wiped because he puts in like the wrong keystrokes or something. He goes access denied, and they're like, oh, now we won't know about our past, which seems like they're really not that sad about it. They don't at seem all. to care, like yeah. even a little bit. They just want the. Mu- Am I right in thinking they wanted the mutagen back to turn just... into no, because no, because he's a rat. I think they just I'm... wanted to know what their origin is. That's oh, okay. literally it. Because I didn't know whether. Because I thought surely it would make sense to just keep, just let TGRI keep disposing of it as they find it, because then it won't get into stupid people's hands. Oh yeah, and they, do any they more don't. Harm. Well, that's what I put. This film is surprisingly optimistic that a company that accidentally made a compound that mutates creatures would destroy it instead of flogging it to the military. Which <laughs> is, it's, you can tell it's a kids' film because. Yeah. Yeah, if this was um, OCP from RoboCop, they'd have been all over that <laughs> shit, like flogging Can it to everyone. Imagine? No, it's. Um, I think it was literally they just wanted to find out what was going on and where they came from. Because, I, again, I put earlier on, this, this, there are literally two secrets of the ooze. One is that it makes things a bit bigger <laughs> um, or more human. And the other secret is just like, it's not even about the ooze, it's actually about the turtles, because there is no secret about the ooze, it's just that a company made it by accident, and, dropped and then one. and dropped that by accident, <laughs> which by accident made the turtles, which they find out that they are an accident, which they've got in common with my kids, so that's <laughs> a nice thing. Um, They're not going to listen to nice. this, Probably not. Not anytime soon, because we swear a lot, so I wouldn't let them listen to it, because oh, I don't want to make their ears bleed. Um, but... I I had to uh, that I know I'm skipping ahead a bit, but like I had to laugh that they have this really minor existential crisis for about I don't know a minute at best, and they're like Donnie's really sad. Like I was kind of hoping there was more to it than that, and then Spencer yeah. goes like, "Don't worry about it." He's like, "All right, fair enough." All right, and, fair then, and, then, and then they don't, and it's never mentioned again. <laughs> no, so the name of the the tagline of the movie, "Secret of the Use," the byline, 
completely unnecessary because it really <laughs> the thing is when Donnie gets really upset about it as well he even says something along the lines of oh I thought we'd, there'd be something special is being a mutant turtle not special enough for you <laughs> you fucking bellend like what more do you fucking want mate you're a ninja <laughs> you're a mutant turtle human thing like what what else do you need to be a special little snowflake come on Donnie fuck up yeah <laughs> Well, that's it. They would have had. That's it. They would have been a special reason. There would have been, you know, it would have been something secret about the U's if they'd have had the Utrons in it, which they didn't. Yeah. So, and that would have set up for a better third film than Turtles in Time, or at least a less forgettable one. But hey ho. But anyway, whilst they're in there smashing computer, what the wheelie wipeout was. Do you remember, like before we started recording, and I said I'd written some things down and didn't. Oh, know what it's I meant. when he's. It's when he's on the right. fucking wheelie chair. So and he does one. <laughs> Whilst they're in there being dead stealthy and shouting at the top of the fucking lungs, which again, another part, right, was it Leo says to Raph, like, oh, we've got to oh, be yeah. quiet, keep it down, either Raph or Mikey, because there might still be night security. And there's nobody there. No. It's just them. Even Jordan, even Professor Perry's disappeared somewhere, probably to the lab, because he doesn't say where he's buggered off to. No, no. Does um, he get captured? Yes, he does, doesn't he? Because they uh, they take the last vital from him and then they, they squirrel him away somewhere. And then they're standing there. They sneak up behind the turtles after they've been on the computer. Really stealthily, I might yeah. add. They're the only ones that can be fucking quiet yeah. because they just don't even open their mouth. That's all they do. That's the only difference. Instead of shouting shit at the top of their lungs and making terrible jokes. So that... That was, yeah, if they, do you know what? If they started fighting, if the Foot Clan fought the turtles all at once instead of, you know, Waiting one at a time... One yeah. They would absolutely win. Well, yeah, because in that it's bit all slapstick nonsense mm. again, isn't it? In these oh. like football jokes, you know, lobbing mm. the mutagen canister around the room, wheelie wipeout. Yeah, just on, on a wheelie was it, chair. Was it, was it an actual I think wheelchair? Or I think was it just no. Like I think a... he was on like a swivelly office chair kind of thing. Oh, that's even worse. And he's like shimmying through the room, and there's oh. like a foot person puts like a like a what do you call those sticks that Nightwing uses? The screamer sticks. Yeah, them. Mm. I'm sure they throw something like that on the floor and it makes him fall off his chair and he's like, Wah! and then it's all like, oh, I've dropped the mutagen, who's going to catch it? Probably you, a foot ninja. Did, I don't give yeah, a fuck. did you see the guy who caught it? He was the fattest <laughs> ninja ever. He was the fattest member of the Foot Clan. Do you know, I love the Foot Clan because, I'm skipping ahead again now, but I can't help it. The Foot Clan in the first movie were terrible, but the idea of them was there was some ones that were obviously like the tippity top stealth ninjas mm. like the ones that fight Raph on the roof look fair you know fairly yeah. ninjury and then there was the kids that they were just using to like steal shit and mm. be arseholes but in this movie it seems like there's like one guy who's any good at fighting <laughs> and they have this really complicated like test for Kino to get through later yeah. um, to, to no become one, one of the foot that. clan None no one did. in that foot clan has passed that ever no, but Zero to be people. fair, they never said how many bells you have to get. It's probably like two without setting them off. That's it. They're like, hey, you managed to get one. That'll do. Yeah, so like, to it. explain that to people, there's like a mannequin just covered in little dingly bells. <sighs> and they set off some smoke and they go, you've got like 30 seconds, is it? To like get as many bells without Less making a sound. Less than that, because it's when the is smoke disappears or something. 15? It's some number of small number of seconds. Mm. And of course, like Raph sneaks in and like... <laughs> I still couldn't tell if it was Raph or if it was meant to be Kino. I I think it was, but he reacts as if it's like Kino that's done it, that's got them all, because he's like, yeah, like, well done, kid, like, but I don't know. Anyway. We've skipped ahead. Can can we go back to uh, when somehow, I can't remember why, and maybe I wasn't paying attention, but somehow Kino puts two and two together in terms of the turtles being in April's apartment. Right, that's not just yet, that's in a minute. 
Because the, the reason I was going to bring that up is because, you know, in the first movie, there's a scene where, like, April's boss turns up and they're mm. all the stealthiest fuckers you've ever seen. They're all just, like, gone. And yeah. you're like, where the fuck? Danny sees them in a mirror, but he doesn't flat out see them or catch them. But in this one, Kino turns up at her apartment and they're mm. like, oh, like, like flapping around the room and yeah. like falling behind sofas and like standing behind curtains with their feet <laughs> out and shit. Like, it's not oh, like, no. why can't you hide anymore? Have you just become non ninjas overnight? My, Did you just beat the shredder and go, fuck it? My, <laughs> my response to that was, why doesn't Kano just die? Why, <laughs> why yeah, he forces no, himself into yeah. her apartment. Why doesn't April just Raping tell him to out. fuck off out of her apartment? He's just entered without permission. Little shit. The turtle should just slit his throat. <laughs> See, That's I, what they should do. If they were real ninjas, they'd go, sorry, kid, you know our secret. And yeah. like, or, or just fucking Hollywood neck snap him. Just fucking <laughs> give him like, one. The thing about oh, that as well better. is that if I was April, as soon as he barged into the room, I'd be like, well, I'm calling the police because you've just barged into my house yeah. and you're clearly a crazy person. You've bought me unwanted pizza. Mm. Stolen somebody else's pizza. Little shit. Fucking knob. Going back ever so briefly, because this, this, that scene literally comes straight after the bit from um, TGRI because Splinter mm. decides they want to move. But um, I say that that ninja, when they're catching the canister, it gets caught. The only nin- ca- uh, foot member who catches it is so fat, <laughs> so noticeably fat. And he's wearing black, which is supposed to be slimming. But I call it, he's like the Paulkins of ninjas, you know, the fat dude from Star Wars. He's like that. He's, proper, he's not that chunky, but he's a beefy lad. And you can tell, and I'm like, oh, you're not very stealthy, are you? Unless you're sneaking into a donut shop. <laughs> You beefy boy, bless your little cotton socks. Aww. But there's the 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 Foot Clan escape with this canister and throw down a smoke pallet, which is a move the turtles use. And all four of them get so disorientated, oh and it lasts forever. And but all four of them They're are like, like <laughs> <laughs> they dying. I could, it was oh. They have seriously. I don't. Know, you know, you were talking about the time frame. I feel like it must have been years since their fight with Shredder because they've just like it seems to me like since they've gotten really sloppy. they've just gotten really shit like mm. like Splinter's gone oh well that was our main enemy so you know fuck it I guess like eat as much pizza as you want. Can I just ask you know when they were cleaning up sorting out all the stuff right and yeah. Mikey pulls down this poster who's on it? I wasn't paying attention. Ah, oh, I couldn't figure out who was on the poster that he takes down a poster of like a saucy lady and I couldn't figure out who it was and I swear he names her but. I don't know. Um, is this before or after Donatello tries to make it with a double-ended mop? <laughs> it might. Oh, do you know what? I can't. When the spouts does that part come? Because I know that they clean up. Isn't don't it? They? When, isn't, aren't they cleaning when Kino forces himself in and they all have to like dive behind the settee yes. and whatever? Yeah, that's fuck. it. Yeah, they're cleaning up and they're tidying everything up, ready to go because they haven't got anywhere to go. But they're just going to. But they're, they're just going to leave because go. like Shredder's realised that they've kind of worn out their welcome and they're driving April insane, which is good. Up. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, they're, no, they're, they're driving April mental, aren't they? Yeah. By yeah. just being messy little fuckers. Yeah. I know I've said this before, but I love Mikey's voice. I really do. Me too. But I just hate how he's written. I don't hate how he's written. He oh, has some good bits. Oh, I do. Because some of these jokes, like, some of these jokes are, are, are like a thousand years old. <laughs> some of them are so terrible. Like that bit where they're all jumping down the sewer and the same bite to April, and he does Casablanca. I'm yeah. Like, really? That film's so old. He, like, I mean, it's. I know that's now, but even then, it was an old film. I often wonder and, how he's seen so many movies to get well, so good at impressions. Well, they did one where they did the. He does that wax on, wax off. So that's the Karate Kid. Yeah. And that's fair enough. In the that first movie, sense. just like you, dirty rat. One, and then it's, you killed my brother. That one's <laughs> daft and it's old, but everybody knows 
the mum, I suppose, of a certain age, no, as, as aware of Humphrey Bogart, you know, like, they're not Humphrey Bogart, that was um, James Cagney, but, you know, you know, you're daddy rat, you know, that kind of thing. I've never seen the film it's in, but I know it. But, all right, Rocky, when he does that. Yeah. You know, that's another one. But, and Casablanca is an old, It's I know it's an old film and it's one of them touchstones of pop culture, but it just seems weird to have that in a kid's joke. It shows how old some of the people are. And some of his references just make no sense. So at least that Karate Kid one makes sense in the context of the film, and it's more, it's somewhat recent. True. But, yeah, so that's annoying. At least there weren't any turtle wax jokes in this one. No, but he, I don't... Do you know what? That, was, that wasn't that offensive. At least it wasn't as... It's, it, shut up, that joke made me <laughs> chuckle. It's not that bad anyway. I can't pick on anybody's uh, finding things funny based on the joke that comes later in the movie. That we'll get to, mm. that I cannot stop laughing at. Um, I've, uh, I've I've written the question: Why is the Shredder some kind of weird martial arts pedo Fagin in these films? Because <laughs> he's always after teenagers. He's he's like Fagin because he wants them to like pickpocket and shit and like rob people and to be you know stealthy. And I swear in Oliver Twist, there's a similar test that Oliver has to do where he has to like get handkerchiefs out of Fagin's pockets. But the Shredder would probably have like his Willy in his pockets because he likes teenagers. <laughs> like, oh, just give it a touch. Oh. Which is odd, because it's Kevin Clash is the one who does the <gasps> splinter's voice, and he's pedo. Elmo likes little boys! Anyway, so he's, he's the I won't have a bad word said about Elmo. Well, he's just the guy who does his voice touches little boys. He doesn't know. He was let off for it. Not let off. That makes it sound like he did it and no one cared. <laughs> well, I haven't heard anything else about it, so I'm only assuming he, people didn't care. I but... thought he, no, I thought, he, I thought it was like, no. Oh, I don't know. But I don't I really don't care know. anyway. It's not, I'm not a member. Well, I'm not a little boy. So. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> God, this took a turn. <laughs> so, <Good>. so <laughs> we've already talked about Kino becoming a spy in the foot, but not really needing to because for some reason Raph is spying on him mm. getting into the. Foot. Oh, that's that's still later on because that don't happen until like the last twenty minutes of the film. Really? Yeah, seriously. I thought it was well we're still, No, because this is still the part where they've made Tokra. It's not until after they've made Tokra and Razor that he, um, yeah. he spies on them. Yeah. Because he's already made to- he's, he's made Tokra and Razor. And um, they've not even shown them yet. They're in that weird shit cage. Um, April goes Going back to her. April goes back to her super white office. Do you remember that? Why it was so clean. Office? I said that. Why she's the only reporter with her own office? She's the only one, and it's got her name on it. Like she's the only one with an office with a do- name on the door. I was rewatching the um, some of the uh, the eighties turtles cartoon recently, and one of the things that I noticed is that like the um, the re- the relationship with like the audience and April is so different because in the cartoon April's like everyone at the office hates her. Nobody likes like mm. they all think she's shit and terrible. And like a boss fires her within like three episodes or something because he's like, oh, you've got no stories and you never fucking turn up. So like, get out of my face. <laughs> and like, they're always leaving her to get attacked by things. So at least in this, she gets her own office, I suppose. But she, no, she doesn't get kidnapped in this, does she? So that's different. No, yeah, she's not the damsel in distress. That makes a change. Yeah, she's barely in it, really. She's just there no, that is true. for a little bit. Like, well, not literally. Like, they don't crawl up inside her. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. I like that. That would have been uncomfortable. Um, well, well, oh yeah, that's it. They go off to find their the new place. That's why she's at the. She's only there to sort of give exposition and to kind of yeah. further the plot a bit. Because Raph runs off. I think he might. That's when he has the idea to use Kino as the spy. Yeah. He yeah. runs off to find Kino, and they disappear for ages. They're not on the screen for God knows how long. We meet Toker and Razor, and uh, they're shit. <laughs> 
And uh, that's when we get the uh, babies. And um, he's so cross. Yeah, that's when he says that he's going to kill him. But uh, my mate stops him, even though he knows that the shredder's a total douche nozzle. Yeah. Um, so that was frustrating. And then, then we see that Raph is there hiding about two foot away from where Kino is as Why he goes to meet. Why is he as a spy? I don't know. Well, I mean, like that's the point. If he's going to be a spy. Why be there at all times? Because he knows the kid can handle himself. He knows that if they don't... The only way he's going to get in trouble or anything, any harm come to him is if they find him with Raphael, which they, which which they, they do, do like, later on. Yeah, <laughs> because they're all like, we'll try and get you out of here, but hang on a minute, like, why not just get him out? You know where they are. Come back with all four of the turtles and beat the shit out of everybody instead of giving them reason to have, like, you know, to giving them bait for a trap. But I've got to say, I really loved Shredder's lead recruiter was so aggressively, like... Um, Brooklyn, like you guys, like hey, because I says it. It sounds like Johnny John Travolta when he was Vinnie Barbarino in this old American sitcom called Welcome Back, Cotter. Because in that is like very, uh, like really, really aggressively like Italian American. <laughs> <laughs> and this this kid was like he couldn't have been putting an accent on more, but more, it was so uh, about it. It was like this is amazing. Your accent is so fake and so kind of terrible, but so fun. aggressively so. I love it, like. Yeah, probably not a wise idea for Raph to follow Kano to the junkyard. Why even bother having a spy? He's supposed to be reporting to him. God damn, this film is fucking dumb. Those are my thoughts. Yeah, that scene I entirely agree with, because my... what, what is the point in having a spy if you're just going to get in there and spy anyway? My notes are like a live stream of my thoughts just throughout the film. Do you know, I have to like really restrain myself from live tweeting these things when I rewatch them, because I, there's so much stuff that I want to say, but I'm like... That would kind of negate the point mm. of this, wouldn't it, really? Well, it was... Oh, this... There's just so much to dislike in this movie, but, like, nothing's offensively bad, but there's just a lot of nonsense. This is... That's it. It's, it frustrates me because I know it could have been a decent film after yeah. how good the first one was. Yeah. And knowing, and I like, don't the think it would have taken use... much yeah. to make it better. Re- is the you thing. know, snapping Kino's neck would have been a good fucking start. Oh, yeah. Or, or just, just writing just, him out. Just Either not have him in it. No, do you know what? That would have been really mate. satisfying just to, like, like, break his neck the wrong way around backwards, like Seagal did in, in Nico above the law with that guy. Just get his <laughs> get his neck over his the back of his shoulder, like that, so like that and go, and just fucking do him. Oh, I mate. hate Kino. I hate him. I hate that kid so much. And he furthers nothing. He's like Danny. The annoying kid from the first one. Yeah. But infinitely worse. The thing that I find odd about this, though, is in the first one, you're not really supposed to like Danny, and you're supposed to be like, watch him be a dick and then sort of mm. redeem himself. Whereas yeah, at least he was intentionally. constantly a combination of being a dick and a protagonist. I know. And, like, I can't get behind him fully because he's constantly being, like, a knobber. But <laughs> yeah, he's, he's such <laughs> like, a I fucking just... knob. He is. He's such a dick. Uh. And, like, he can't even... Like, he's just constantly either, like, bragging or being a twat or, like, forcing himself into Actral's fucking house. Like, he's just... He does a lot of stuff that's not... He seems to me, from the tr- from the things he does in this film, that when he's older, you probably do a rape. Yeah. You know, he, he, gets, he gets pissed off and dismissive with women when they don't want to do what he wants to do. I, I think he's a sociopath. Yeah. And he just busts into people's houses. He tell, he'll do whatever he wants. You know, consequences be damned. Like at the end when uh, he says to uh, Splintside, you can't stop me. I'm like, yeah, you can. Not only have you seen him using a bow and arrow with, like, incredible accuracy, he's (laughs) a ninja master, and he could just slit your throat and stop you going entirely, which is what I'd have done. I'd have been like, you mouthy little shit. 
Because you know he's always carrying a blade. This is true. He must just, be. He's, he's you would think so. You would think so. Because he can't always rely on just his scrabbly hands. He's scrabbly. He does look like he's got arthritis whenever he's old he enough. Does. I know that's the puppet, and I know he's meant, but I'm probably sure it wasn't like a subplot that they removed from the film because he's old. But he looked with his hands all gnarled up. It's yeah, horrible. it's horrible. I know that's horrible, but he does look like that's what he looks like. So, Raph and Kino get. Well, Raph gets captured. Yeah, well, Kino, Kino gets away, doesn't he? Because he's neither one yes. who goes and screams at April in the street like someone's having a rah and she's like, "What are you want about, mate?" Like he's just screaming and a hollering in the street like a lunatic. Then the other three turtles go to try and rescue him. And my favourite yep. thing in the whole world happens. Well, before that, <laughs> Donnie sneaks up behind two foot soldiers, follows one whilst they cross paths. The other one doesn't see him. Then he shouts out and causes them to knock each other unconscious. Nonsense, mate. Fucking stupid. He's even holding his bow staff and he doesn't... What he should have done, they should have... The other turtles sneak up and grab them before they hit the ground as if that's going to cause the most noise. As opposed to Donatello (laughs) shouting, Hey, guys! Like fucking sloth from um, uh, the Goonies to get their attention. (laughs) Then they run at him going, Hey! And then they just knock each other out because they're stupid. Uh, do you know what the worst part is? These foot soldiers were real people instead of those really shit robots that like really bad C- uh, bad AI from the old cartoon. Mm. At least that would have been a decent excuse for how stupid they were. But yeah. Ugh. So yeah, there's that, and then your favourite part, of course. My favourite because... part. No, there's. A... I don't know why this gets me every time, but as soon <laughs> as they start going into the the yard, and they're like, "Huh, oh, a little bit, a bit too easy." It's like, mm, yeah, yeah, it's a bit too easy. It's a little bit, a little bit quiet, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit too quiet. And they peek over like a rooftop or something. They're like, oh, "Is that, is that Raph?" And Mikey just goes, "Yeah, a little too Raph." I don't know why. <laughs> Do you know what? I fucking piss myself. To be fair. To be fair, I was watching it again, <laughs> and it is. It's, it's, it's one of the, funny. it's one of the more legitimately funny parts. It's one of the I only think it's legit funny parts. Even with the two like precursory bits of it being quiet, little too quiet and stuff, like I t- <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Although, well, knowing that the person before, when it's like, because it's what is it? Donnie says it's it's quiet, and then it's Leo that says mm, yeah, a little too quiet, quiet, dead serious. And then again, I think it's like Leo says, "Oh, this is easy," and then Donnie says a little too easy, and then it's my cue trying, which makes it funnier. Although comedy is rules of three, isn't it? Apparently, so. Maybe that's I why. die. Every time this happens, I just die. <laughs> I can't. See, I'm usually it's too so busy good. getting pissed off when they say, oh, this is the ideal part for them to throw a trap. Oh, hang on, there's a net. How are we ever going to get out of here? This net's really well made. One of you's carrying fucking swords. Just <laughs> cut your way out. And then Ma- Mikey makes this really weird joke that I don't understand. It's like, oh, this, this net's made really well. I'm going to put in a call to Ralph Nader. Now... Who's that? <laughs> to the best of my knowledge, Ralph Nader is some sort of politician or some shit. Okay. So I don't know what if Ralph Nader is the king of rope. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he's got no say in it if he's a politician. <laughs> the <king of> rope. <laughs> or the emperor of rope, whichever you prefer. I'm not really bothered. What I'm saying is I don't think this Ralph Nader guy's got anything to do with it. I don't know if it's because this film's American. <laughs> and I don't know anything about American politics. And sometimes American brands and people and celebrities slip through the nets. I recently watched the really film. really well-made nets. Yeah, apparently <laughs> so. Very well-made nets. 
I'd chew my way out of that fucker though. I wouldn't sat there like, oh no, how are we going to get out? Do you ever just say legs dangling like, oh well, shit, I guess we're we're captured then. Like, no. Stop it. One of my favourite bits in this scene as well, other than it being a little too rough, is when, because uh, I love when the puppetry does, like, goes a bit wrong and they can't really fix it. Because, mm. like, in an earlier scene, they show Mikey trying to eat some pizza and it's the fucking funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. But in this bit, it's the bit when, I can't remember if it's, I think it's Donna, takes the tape off. Raph's mouth and then Raph says something that obviously pisses him off and he tries to put it back on again except he misses his top lip entirely <laughs> <laughs> but, I never spotted but the that. Raph puppet has to keep going like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I never spotted that because all that was bothering me was the line he says is like oh did you have to take my lips off as well like what fucking lips you're a turtle you haven't got any lips what lips has he ripped off you, you want fucking spoon yeah go on explain it Rich well no he was obsessed with um, consumer quality in products. Oh. oh. So I'd say things are unsafe for the American public. That's something with good quality. He's a connoisseur of good quality ropes. Has that picked up? Is that picked up I on think he Matt? has. Good. Yeah. So not ropes specifically. Just Facts. everything everywhere. Look at that. Look at that, fact fans. The more you know. <laughs> um, what were we saying? Sorry. Uh, yeah, but his lips. Or his non-existent lips. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was the bit that bothered me. I didn't even spot that. I actually want to see that now. But I don't <laughs> want to sit funny. through the entirety of this well, you film don't again. Have to. You could just watch that bit. Mm, There's this yeah. amazing thing called fast forward. Mm, <laughs> seems awkward. Or YouTube. Oh, um, I, <laughs> this is the scene where oh yeah, Splinter pops up with his bow and arrow and frees him from the net. Fires a, he pulls that bow and arrow back like it looked like oh, it God. sailed really far and cut through the rope, but it looked like he pulled it back enough to get maybe two feet, if that. Oh, if that. <laughs> two feet it's of adorable. air. Time. He's not exactly fucking um, oh. Stephen Amell, is he? Bless him. He's gnarled up his little, hands like his claws. Oh. And then they made that weird joke about, oh, we've got mutual shred splinter insurance. Like, oh, God. This is so awful. Damn. I hate it. So, yeah. That was. And this awkward. is when Tucker and. Ready question mark. That's it. Tucker and Razor. Razor. and Razor appeared, yeah. They, um, they are so strong. Super strong, but Freaky really stupid. Strong. They managed to somehow. They find the only man. They find a manhole cover in the yeah. middle of that place, of the, of the junkyard where they're at, which is fair enough. Uh, although I don't know if there'd necessarily be a manhole cover slap bang in the centre of a junkyard, but whatever. Not, of all but, the plot you know, holes in this film. Yeah, probably we'll give it a yeah. pass. <laughs> what bothered me was. The only way they seemed to be able to get to it was to go through a car instead of just hopping <laughs> over it. it because I couldn't see any way that they couldn't go over it. And then when Tucker and Razor smash it up and go through, they get stuck. It and this is like this is about five minutes of screen time where it felt like it anyway. All four of them plus the professor managed to escape down the hole. Splinter fucks off God knows where. He's already <laughs> he's gone. gone. He's already gone. He's scrambled away. Yeah, he's already fucked up after he freed him. He's like, well, I'm done. You know, Deus Ex Machina, whatever. Here's an arrow. <laughs> Boom, I'm done. So he fucks off. They've jumped down this hole after about five minutes of going. And which one is it? The turtle one. The, the snapping turtle jumps in and gets yeah. stuck. And Shredder just goes off huffing and puffing. It's brilliant because he's like, he, he reacts exactly like the cartoon Shredder. It's like... Oh, like shaking his hands and going, oof, oof, those, any just shy of shaking his fist going, turtles! <laughs> that is the only thing he doesn't do, but he, he reacts almost exactly yep. the same. He just, he doesn't, he doesn't hit anybody. He's like a he petulant stand- child, isn't yeah. he? Like oh, a, it's kind of brilliant, like, really. Like but... throwing his toys at, maybe he got brain damage in the trash compactor or something. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he did get shredded. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Yeah, I'll give you that one. 
But uh, so that's that's the end of that brief scene. They take the professor back to the lair. He tells them, well, yeah, he he already knows the story. I like this lair. Can I just say? Yeah, this new I lair. like that. The subway cut. The old, the old subway station. Yeah, it's yeah. I do. I do prefer it. It's just a shame that it's in, it's in the next the two pan the two boring turtles films. Yeah. But hey ho, it is a nice lair though. I'll give you that. So he already knows their origin because he's smart enough to figure out what's going on because they lost one of the ooze canisters. Um, this is when Donnie has his existential crisis uh-huh. because, you know, they were a mistake, Because there's nothing special about these ninja mutant turtles. Yeah. No, it just made me laugh that that, that, that really should have been, like, the main crux, maybe even... Like, in a, new, a current Turtles film or in the comics, that would, like, split them up and they'd all go their separate ways or something and then have to come back to fight the Shredder. Mm. Whereas in this, it's like, yeah... Oh, we were a mistake. Man, that really sucks. That's really dropped my morale. Who wants pizza? Don't, don't worry about it. Oh, okay, I won't. Like, <laughs> fair enough. Jesus. Well, I'm to, over it. There was this, there's one line where, um, what's his name? Mikey says, oh, it's not the Hilton. Oh, you'd probably be better off at the Hilton. Like, of course you would. It's a fucking hotel. Like, <laughs> what a stupid statement to say. You should have just stayed with, it's not the Hilton, but it'll do. Like, uh. so yeah, Jordan, Jordan Perry's now stuck in the, in a subway car. In the uh, in their lair, he's been kidnapped. Oh, I put there's three kidnappings then actually. There's three uh, kidnappings in this him? film. <laughs> no, what? Yeah, him. No, no. There's four then because they kidnap um, Ralph. Raph. Yeah. They kidnap him twice. They kidnap Ralph, and then they kidnap April again. Do they? Yeah. Do they? Yeah, yeah. No, I I've forgot entirely this forgotten well. this. I know. I forgot this as well because that happens. The shredder goes out. He's like, "We'll leave a calling card." Um, and Tocker and Razor just like smash up telephone poles and, and cars, cars, and that's yeah. it. And that's it. That's their massive rampage. Like, oh no, not how will we make a phone call? <laughs> Although I, I had to laugh, I put on here. I'd noticed that like nowadays in New York with all the CCTV cameras, like because the, the 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 coppers don't believe her. This is the most empty New York I've ever seen in my yeah. life. I know, I know. It's like it's like Gotham City in the first couple of Batman films. Like clearly a soundstage because there's like five people in the entirety yeah. of New York. Like it made me laugh when they're like, "Oh, we're going to do it in Central Park." Donnie goes, "What about all the people? Like, well, you mean like all the people that should have been on that city street where you were before? You know, just because it's a street and not a park doesn't make any difference. There will be more people. It's a city. It's the city that never sleeps. That's its name. That's the the other name it's known. But anyway." So yeah, but I had to. It did make me. Um, I was kind of happy to see the fat, useless police chief yeah. as one of the few returning characters. Um, I was like, he's such a crap liar. It's like, how do you know about that thing I've never heard of? Like, oh my <laughs> god, you are just the worst. How is he a policeman? <laughs> my kitty says. But then shortly after that, April gets kidnapped again by Freddy. The because um, she gets captured by two foot. Oh yeah. And he pulls Take her up an alleyway. That's it. And he pulls oh, his, oh. Not like that. <laughs> oh dear. Didn't mean that. Oh dear. <laughs> oh, so, it's all getting too raunchy for a Monday night. They don't take her. They don't. It's they. They escort her into a different location <laughs> that might be an alleyway, but it's not her alleyway. It's so. Then Freddie unmasks to reveal he's her spy, and she's like, "Oh no, Freddie." Oh, my best mate from yeah, work. Yeah, my best mate Fred. Fredo, Fredo Bar. <laughs> Tempe Fredo Bar. That's you. I don't know. Shut up, I dog. know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm very tired. Um, 
So she's all worried. They kidnap her, and then I don't know why they kidnap her. Because well, they don't really. They just drag her up the corner, don't they, and say, "Look, we've got a message for Splinter. That's We're going to do a thing." That's it. They, if they, don't, they kidnap you know, her for, for two seconds. Yeah. And they say, "Oh, we'll release Tucker and Razor in Central Park," and then Jordan Perry decides, "Oh, we can we can reverse we can make an antidote and you know turn them back to normal because they get a threat." No, it's not. I was really annoyed because I was like. Why? Oh, retro mutagen. Come on, yeah. call it that. But then they're like, it's just, it's an antidote. Like, oh, gutted. But, um. An antidote that looks like a pile of vomit. Like, yeah. when he's ladling it out of the thing. I know Mikey drops a pizza in it accidentally, but. <laughs> Do you know what I couldn't figure out? was like, why, why not, instead of freezing it and putting it in the donut, why not, like, keep it in its normal form and then inject it in so they just scarf it down? Yeah. And why is it burping stops it? Something about carbon dioxide. Oh, no. I don't know. So they, they go to meet up with yeah, Shredder and that. If they don't come to the construction yard, they'll release them to to, call, to knock down more telephone poles, probably. I don't know. <laughs> no, they're going to rampage through Central Park and upset, you know. Oh, they'll knock trees down instead then. But, you instead know, we well, couldn't poles. know that because that would probably cost them a fair bit in terms of set. <laughs> so, yeah, because so the construction yard was so... Uh, even more believable. Do you know what I really liked? You know where they're stalling? Oh, we've got to have the time on a tradition of the pre-fight donut. I liked how everybody nodded in agreement, as if yeah, like, like, I don't want to seem I don't want to seem stupid by disagreeing because they're ninjas or whatever. Even the shredder was like, oh, "Yes, like I've heard of, <laughs> I've heard of this." That's a thing. That's definitely a thing. Yeah, it is weird. Do you know I, I when you know when they were mixing the formula? I liked that subtle recycling message in the background. You know where he's got all like the, the big bit that says recycle, and he's got it all mi- like the different bits. Mm. I, I don't know why, I just really enjoyed that. That is adorable. Yeah, but uh, I was surprised the, Mikey didn't suggest pizza. Yeah. Instead the, the of problem donut. With the, the problem with the donut as well, to make, well, the whole, any kind of food, is if you were about to fight someone, would you accept food from them? Because no, I would imagine you're probably going to kill well. me. Yeah, Yeah, but they're stupid. But then yeah, but the, the Shredder's, shredder's not said, stupid. Mm, well, well, he might have. In this one, he might he is, they're all, everybody's pretty fucking I'm stupid. Get, do you know what? I've just decided he's got brain damage from the trash compactor. That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm going with. Yeah. Because that's all that's going to allow me to let him off for being such a fucking numpty. This entire movie. I'm going to go with you on that one because he's... Oh, God. He's, he's even... Shit. He's so incom- incompetent in this yeah. film. Like, going from being able to take down all four of them on his own in the first one mm. to being like, baby! It's like, yeah, it's just... I need help oh. to fight them. You didn't need it in the last one. You only needed help. And the only reason that you fucked up was because you went mental and charged at, at Shredder. And then you let, and he was even helping you stay on the roof. Need Splinter. Yeah, him and all. <laughs> the rat. The one who's Let's not in metal. both have names that begin with S and end in O. It's confusing. I know. It's really annoying. <laughs> but what I enjoyed about that construction site is when they finally eat those donuts. And then for saying how stupid they are, they figure out pretty quickly that there's them cubes in it. After scarfing down a shitload of them. So they knock them through a wall. No, it's uh, it's like a just a bit of um, wood, isn't it? Yeah. To the outside of this club. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We've not heard any music from this club. It's right next door to this construction site, right? And not only is it... It a... seems to be like on a pier. Yeah, it's a construction <laughs> site on a pier with a club on it, right? And it's this right disgusting rundown club, and there's Vanilla Ice performing, who at the time was a pretty big deal. Uh, this yes, whole he's never sequence been... of this movie. Oh is just God! Yeah, what? I know. I, I was questioning it because initially I'd forgotten about the pit, and I was like, "Hang on, how the fuck did they get?" Because I was like, "How did they get from this construction 
site to the fight to the bit where they're in vanilla ice and then they just get knocked through a wall straight yeah. into like what straight the in. fuck is this and nobody runs everybody stood there vanilla ice loves it so much he starts and, rapping about it and the, the best thing is is that like some people in the background are going did you order extras like they're yeah. at a club and sometimes they get costumed extras to do a thing Really? Like in the crowd, knocking people about. Oh, yeah. I've got, this is, I'm, I don't go out a lot anymore, but I'm pretty sure I've never had, I've never I'm seen performance sure that has never art. happened, yeah. And the club manager's the only one who thinks to call the police. Nobody runs. Yeah, and even but then, then halfway while, through, he's yeah. like, now nah, they like it for Are you crazy? Yeah, don't change your mind. Oh, like, what's going on? What's but wrong with you? Vanilla Ice fucking loved it. Oh, and then David Warner said something very on PC. Did he? Yeah, he said retard. That wasn't very nice. Oh. Well, no, actually, he said that it retards the thing, which is actually the legit way of saying it. I was going to say, he used it in the right context. I know. I guess. Better than Raph saying spaz anyway, I suppose. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Um, uh, That was it. He says it because they keep burping because, you know, it's a kid's film, so (laughs) ha-ha. Anyway, they keep burping. He's like, yeah, it's CO2. It's retarding the effects. And and so, oh, we need to pump more CO2 into them. Like, really? Is that? Wouldn't that just kill them? I said that when they shoved the... Are you I, just I swear, to God, I swear to God I put that. I was like, hang on a minute. Wouldn't that just deprive them of oxygen and kill them? Like, Yeah. And horribly, I would imagine. Yeah. Like, that's all I suffocate. could think. Like, it'd be awful. I'm really glad I'm not the only one that put two but and two together. The other thing that bothered me as well is that nobody seemed to care that we'd then left... Once they'd, they'd CO2'd them to death almost, there was then just a wolf running uh, around the fucking club. That wolf was very docile. <laughs> And, and for saying Is it because it was loud, a baby? Yeah, but for saying how much loud music there was in there, I'm assuming the wolf's instinct would have been to go for at least one, if not two, throats. Mm. And the snapping turtle, well, he's slow, so they could just avoid him, but it would probably nip at some knees or something. Yeah, oh, no, not knees, ankles. Yeah. And, like, the turtles break into a dance routine that upsets me, because... Even though it's quite slapsticky in nature, the fight scene in the, in the club is, is all right. There's some good moves. Mm. But then they start dancing... Oh, there's that horrible bit where they, what do they call it? Wishbone something, and all four of them smack tap Tetsu, oh, or whatever yeah. his name is. It was like again, he's a he's a he pretty much kills that guy in the first film. He goes mental and just kicks the shit out of that young lad, and he's a deadly fighter, and he's a bit of a joke in this film. Yeah, like, he just gets he just joke. gets completely ruined by four turtles backing up into him with shells. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then no. during that fight scene, that's another one I've forgotten. Devo. Warno starts dancing along. Did you notice that yeah. bit? I was so embarrassed. And he looks embarrassed to be doing it, really, because he's there yeah. like... And I'm like, oh, bless him. You're probably all, like, rather trained and shit, isn't Did you? Because he's very... He's, he's a mank, but he's very properly spoken. Oh, is But he? he's a lovely... Guy. He's, he's lovely. Oh. He's my friend. Did you notice... You know when they all get up on the stage? I'm ignoring you. No, you're not. You're just... Uh, dancing comment. <coughs> Rob Paul's... <laughs> um, that's like a been in movie out. films. Cough, cough. Hollywood, it. Hollywood. I've got it. Rob Paulson's been in films. He was in a porno. Oh, yeah, he was in a porno, <laughs> wasn't he? Blow out yeah. on it. Brian uh-huh. De Palma. Where's Let's... the cum shot? <laughs> <laughs> Let's I'm never pretty sure. Of this again. I'm pretty sure he was in Spaceballs, you know. Really? I'm sure he was. I'm I've sure not he's seen one of the Spaceballs. guys. Should uh, I? Uh, yeah, it's all right. Oh. It's not, like, not, a, it's not the not... funniest Mel Brooks film, but it's got moments, yeah. Fair play. I don't like it as much as um, Dracula Dead and. Uh, no, I don't hate that film. Sorry. I don't like it as much as Young Frankenstein or Blazing Saddles, but. I've not seen either of those things. Great film. Great. I need I'm to... not surprised you've not seen yeah, them. I've kind of, I'm kind of finally 
catching on to how this works. Um, no, the thing that I was going to say was, you know when they get all up on stage and they start dancing with Vanilla Ice? Oh, have you yeah. noticed that Donnie just thrusts constantly? No, just I spotted that. constant crotchal <laughs> thrustage just all over the place. And I was like, this is distressing to me. Oh, God. Um, so they... The shredder oh, yeah, so comes in. It's not in. very stealthy they got on the stage at oh, all, is it? It's the it's worst. Depressing. Uh, they're just terrible at everything in this film. <laughs> like they've lost all of their badass ninja skills. Um, and so the shredder comes in and he's like, "Right, I've got this random bird from the audience who I think was going to fuck one of the turtles." Really? Yeah, because there's a scene where one of them does something amazing, and and she just starts following him through the crowd. Really, I hadn't yeah. spotted that. And I was like, "Are they going <laughs> to pork? Is that what's going to happen? Are we going to see some like..." Totally, totally gonna pork. Totally gonna pork. Um, yeah, gross. She's gonna any. So no, because he's initially he's got the canister and he's like, oh, I'm going to keep returning and use it a little bit at a time. And then Kano, Kino, whatever his name is, Keeney runs in, fucking boots it out of his hand. Because I was saying, like, his his bit where he just runs in and kicks that reminded me of like Lewis Tully at the end of Ghostbusters Two. You know, mm. when he stood there outside using the proton pack and he's doing nothing, not helping, but he he feels like he's being useful. That's Kino. Yeah. He's the Lewis Tully of Ghostbusters 2 in this film. Yeah. Completely useless, but somehow more annoying. And I love, you know, Rick Moranis, but yeah, no. That's, actually, good. that's not a fair comparison because at least he provides some laughs in that film, whereas Kino should just have his fucking throat slit, <laughs> like, all the way through it. Again, I put, there's that lovely little bit, it's like that before he runs to the club. He manages to get there because, like, how close must the turtles there be to this club? Because I swear he Pretty gets close. there in, like, like, five minutes because they're fighting for ages and then he appears at, well they're not fighting for that long they're fighting for the length of ninja rap which I don't think is that long a song it's longer than you'd think how long is longer than I'd think though what, like it's, it's that about scene the same is like a good like again. three or four minutes well then it takes him four minutes to run there then <laughs> and he literally and he knows what's going on already because he bol- bolts through the door and boots that canister out of Shredder's hand yep. that's all he that's the only thing he does of use in in the interim period, he says to like Splinter, like you can't keep me here. And he's like, okay, I suppose not. I'm like, all right. Yeah, you know where the door is, you little prick. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I'd have thrown him out. I wouldn't have even have had him in there. <laughs> Fucker, I hated him. Um, hated him so much. So, for some reason, the turtles then decide. I think your mate picks up the mutagen. That's it. But he's got up. like a little vial left over, and he gra- that's when he grabs that woman. He's like, I'll use it on her. And then the two of the turtles start dicking about with the sound. One of them picks up a fucking key tower, I think it is. Oh, jeez. And then smacks and uses it. And then at oh. full blast, somehow, without destroying everybody else's eardrums or anything, or like smashing any windows, it just, just, you know, no, he causes the speaker like, to explode and yeah, fire and him out fl- of a window. But the bird, who he was holding onto, just falls to the floor. Yeah. Like, and not one of them fine. made a joke about like heavy metal or anything like that. I was hoping <laughs> when they picked up the guitar that they were though. just going to go over there and twat him one with it. Yeah. Wouldn't like, that have fucking have that, mate. <laughs> but as soon as he gets blasted out, you find out that they're on the waterfront. Yeah. What the fuck? Now, this is when he decides to use the serum on himself and turn into... Um, Kevin Nash. I thought the Super Shredder looked badass as fuck. Yeah, he's like, I his was helmet so excited. Skills. He's massive. And I'm like, yes, this is going to be a fucking fight and a half. Mm. No, all he does is te- like knocks a few mm. pillars out and drops a pier on himself. Yeah, on himself. Does he Nobody commit else? suicide? 
I think so because I because I, there's I can no logical it, reason why he would start bashing out those supporting beams. I can only assume that like the, the pain of his mutation caused him to go mental because he's not listening to reason. His no, arm was Leo's mutated. Because Leo's there going, "You're going to kill us all. You're going to kill us all." And I'm like, "Well, you guys can swim, sure." Yeah, his arm was mutated for some reason. There's more spikes. I can only guess they've grown out of him or something. His cape's longer. Um, he's bigger. It looks like his abs were drawn on, which I find weird because Kevin Nash is big as fuck. Yeah. Like, he's huge. So I don't know why that's the case. And then he just goes mental and starts mulling the poor. Here, Kevin poor. Nash for cable. It's a nice name. See, I. Uh, anyway, hang on. We're, we're <laughs> I, I've got to say, after Rich posted that thing up, because I initially I wanted. Um, oh, shit. That Man guy from. from yeah, yeah. Uh, Stephen Lang. I think, go, he lo- yeah. I think he looked good because he's proper buff in his old age. And he's like, you know, great. But either one. You know, but Kevin Nash, you're right. Good choice. Good call. Yeah, no, I like that. It's a good pull. But anyway, um, so he goes crackers and starts smashing everything. The turtles are shouting at him, going, "Don't do it! You'll kill us all!" Not thinking. Hang on a minute. We're on a three-dimensional plane of plane of existence. We could jump to the side of this pier, or just go back and jump out that way. We can swim. We're amphibians. Yeah. Did you notice? And they don't. They suddenly go like, "Oh no!" And then they go, "Oh, we love being a turtle because it yeah, didn't I was land on say, us." Like, eventually, they do jump into the sea or whatever the fuck. Why like did it take in. them so long to do it? But yeah, um, did you notice when they all come out? They're all like, <coughs> they're like, living a shitter. You live in a shitter, but also you shouldn't be that bothered about water. Oh, you're no. a fucking turtle. <laughs> What's wrong with your movie? Um, but yeah, so that's. That's pretty much. So that's how the Splinter does a dead. Uh, the Shredder, Shredder does a dead. Splinter don't. He's alive. Splinter does another funny, but oh. it's not really funny this time. I can't even remember what it was. It was that unfunny. Oh god! Right, hang on. Before that, so April O'Neil's on the telly, and I've got a. I, I, I am curious about this. I don't think newsreaders are allowed to make private announcements. Well, she said that it was a message from someone to say yeah, thanks. She did it in the first but one. I, I swear she say, did. That surely somebody. In that news team, is going to be like, who the fuck is this Leo, mm. Raph, Mikey and Donnie situation? Like, what? who are these people? That she keeps mentioning. Let's find out. Why are they all named after artists? Mm. What's going on? And I, again, this is where I noticed that she kind of dresses when she does a report like Joan Collins in Dynasty because she got such an angular, oh my God. metallic kind of suit. It was hilarious. <laughs> she, looked like a, she looked like, you know, when like in the, the 60s and 70s they do movies set in the future. <laughs> yes. So I should in Logan's Run or some shit. <laughs> Carousel. Oh, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. So then it jumps to, they're back in the sewer. Celebrating. They're coming down the stairs. And he's like, oh, did no splinter ask them if if anybody saw them? They went, no, we were the epitome of stealthy. And he holds up a newspaper with Ninja Rap on the front. Ninja Rap is born with all four of them on there posing. And they're like... When did did they pose for that photograph? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was from their press junket that they did. (laughs) Why Why Ninja Rap was born, I don't know, because that sounds awful. There's another couple of them, like, oh, Ninja Pizza, oh, pizza that disappear very quickly, and he does a bit of a kind of yeah. rassy accent when he says that. <laughs> it's Mikey, isn't it? Yeah, like, oh. of course it is. <laughs> but, um, what's it, Ian? Yeah, he, he says, oh, you know, um, so he says, like, you know, you can do, he makes them do the split training, and then Max says something about the Ninja Rap, and then goes, I made a funny, like, you, no, you didn't. Did you? That's not funny. When? <laughs> At least the Elvis Presley in Blue Hawaii bit in the third film is a callback to what Mikey was doing, and mm. he's trying to entertain them. Yeah. But I don't. <sighs> yeah, that was another. Uh, is it like why even bother practicing being stealthy if they're on the front page? Well, this is the thing. 
thing as well, because in the third movie, there's no like inkling that the entire world is going. What? Who are these things? Well, it's. It, I don't think. I think the way that it's looked at is like, oh, nobody's going to believe the Foot Clan because they're, they're they're villains, so nobody cares. I guess cares. everybody the just only... assumed they were in costume. Yeah, but well, so Danny's not going to say anything. Presumably, Casey's there, mate, and April's not going to say anything. So they're hiding at the top of the rooftop. I always thought it was implied that, like, the the, the New York police come along and they just they're, they're not really sure what's going on, and that's it. And they don't know that it's the turtles because they've been reasonable. In the first one, they're reasonably stealthy. Yeah. To be fair, in comparison to the second, third, the next mutation, you know, they actually can hide. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I know. This one, they just sort of... It, this one seems to be, like, the first one, but they've just ramped it up and gone in the same direction as the cartoon mm. of being like, yeah, we just... Fuck it, you know, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. It's whatever. Yeah. We'll walk around in public. Who cares? On a scale of one to five cans of mutagen, yeah. how, how much mutagen are you giving? I'd give it a two. I'm going to give it a two as well. Yeah, because like you say, it's not that it's offensively bad. It's just it's it's kind of stupid. And yeah. considering the film that it followed, it, it upsets me a little bit. Yeah, I, I think it's like we were saying earlier. It's because you know it could it, a few small changes yeah. could have made it infinitely more enjoyable. Yeah, that's it. Not having um, but this is what I mean. They use they seem to use that hour and twenty odd minutes of runtime really unwisely. Because yeah. there's a, like you said, there's a lot going on, but there's a lot of nothing going on as well, yeah. which is weird. I, I don't understand. I can't even explain it properly. It's just all of the runtime seems to be used very unwisely. Yeah, shall we say? That's about the best I can describe yeah. it. It's, I don't uh, agree with that. Yeah, it, and fucking vanilla ice. I mean, I know. <laughs> Do you know what I heard him in? Um, they interviewed him on. Uh, I think it was how did this get made. And he was saying, because I think he was saying, like, you know, that, that and, like, Cool as Ice kind of hurt his career quite a bit because he always mm. wanted to be taken seriously as a legitimate rapper. Yeah. But um, they kind of forced him into doing that film. He didn't really want to do it. He looked like he was enjoying himself. Yeah, but, you know, it's him acting, isn't it? acting, isn't it? Yeah, as good as he is, isn't it? <laughs> I've heard Cool as Ice is pretty funny. I want to watch it at some point. Obviously never seen it, it's me. It's basically the James Dean film... Uh, Rebel Without a Cause, but with vanilla ice in it and rapping. Mm. Certainly seems like a. Oh, it looks hilarious. Oh, I'll show you the poster later. It looks hilarious. It looks really, really funny. But, um, yeah, no. um, So that was Secret of the Ooze. That was Secret of the Ooze. The secret is. Certainly a film. It wasn't great. (laughs) It's, uh, you know. Certainly a film. Do you know what? I think if I'd have. I think I would have fonder memories of it like yourself if this was one of the ones I'd watched as a kid but I didn't I'd only ever seen the first one and the third one as a kid Um, and this one I didn't see until god I didn't see it until I bought because I got the the old Fox double pack with two and three on it Mm. Um, and I never that's how I never saw it until I got it on DVD so I must have been I don't know late late teens early 20s yeah so I that's that's why I'm not I've said it before and I know people have probably jumped down my neck. I'm not a massive fan of Labyrinth. Not that it's a terrible <laughs> film. No, no, no. Not no, that it's it a is, terrible film, but it it's It is not... a film that doesn't make a whole lot of sense if you weren't attached to it as a kid. No, this is it. I wouldn't expect... If somebody said to me, oh, I don't like the never-ending story, I could understand that. I loved I that film as a kid. can't stand that film because it scares the shit out of me. Like, you have that weird turtle hill thing and then you kill an ass. What are you doing? 
mm. and the wolf. And then statues that zap people if you're scared. Just fuck right off it. But man. Falco, man. I want a Falco. Thought he was pretty scary too. How are you talking about? It's a giant <laughs> flying wolf dragon thing. He was yeah. awesome. And he was lovely. And he was all like, oh, cool. He was just nice. <gasps> I liked him. And he was <laughs> fluffy. Lovely. Anyway. That's a different film. Yeah, I know. Let's end this episode. That's a good film. That's a good film for that's a good film for traumatizing kids. But speaking of trilogies of films that get progressively worse, that's another one that never ended story. I don't First think I've watched the others. Oh, the second one is terrible, and the third one's fucking awful. It's got a young Jack Black in it, <laughs> and he's the lead oh, villain. Him. He's the lead villain. He plays like this teenage punk that's like getting all up in Bastion's grill. I always remember the funniest thing about Bastian's name being that one of my cousins used to call him Bastard. Of course they did. I know, we were really, weird. we were kids, so you know. Grumble. We were young kids. Hey, we were kids. <laughs> Screw you, man. You can judge me. You can judge my cousin. He's ginger. I don't know about that. He's got no soul. Anyway. That's not my problem. The end. Hashtag not my problem yet. Bro. <sighs> so. So. That's our review of... Uh, <laughs> Of uh, the secret of the ooze. It's good, wasn't it? Yeah, I hope you all enjoyed it. It was. I meant the do you review, know what? Not the film. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, do you know what? Look, to be fair, I made notes. I watched it. You made notes. You watched it. We both did a much better job than, than last we did time. than last time. Yeah. So we've got that going for us. True that. Right. Yeah. Hey. So if you want to email us or tweet us or buy a shirt, do all them things, and uh, Stacey will tell you how. <laughs> You can email stacysparlour at gmail.com. Go to spcp.spreadshirt.co.uk for t-shirts and ting. That's the website. At Stacey's Parlour on the Twitters. That's the Twitter, yeah. Yeah. You're on a Twitter too, aren't you? Um, am I, I'm at Deadpool360, I think. Yep. That'll do me. And um, You could probably just find me through Stacey as well. Ooh. I don't know. Not like that, like, you know. <laughs> I don't um, live inside you like the turtles live inside April. <laughs> As mentioned earlier, episode 50 is coming up. Of the parlour. Of the Not parlor. of this. I'm not of this. episode 10. Imagine that if we just went episode 10 and the next one was episode 50. <laughs> just because. We'd love to renumber things. Yeah. Um, like the comics industry. Yeah, just, just go back to one. We're going to reboot. Just go back to one. Yeah, no fuck reason. it. Like, just to make things easier for you, to increase sales, we're going to go back to episode... <laughs> we're going to go back to episode one. <laughs> um, yes, and this one's going to be... The co-host, hopefully. Hopefully. Well, no, definitely. We're probably, we're probably going to get drunk. We're probably going to talk a lot about Deadpool. Yep, yep. Because by then, we'll be allowed to spoil it too, because it'll have been out for quite a while. Played by Ryan Reynolds. Hashtag spoilers. <laughs> I hope that's he wears not a red suit. <gasps> I, hope that's not, I hope that's not like ruined it for anyone. Um, Seriously, if nobody's watched that film by now, I think everybody's watched it. Yeah. If you haven't watched it by now, I imagine you don't care. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's doing all of the business. All of the biz. They I've seen it three times. Films so well. They really did. I've seen it three times. And I, I would go and see it again right this instant. I was, even though the end credit scene was kind of nothing eat, I'm glad I stayed for it. Me too. Did you know what I it didn't... was referencing, dear? I know, it's very small. But I haven't seen it. I, I, I knew know. what it was referencing, but I've not seen it. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I kind of guessed by this point. But anyway, we also you might be doing like an ask fine. me anything kind of thing, perhaps depending on whether or not we get any questions. So if there's any burning questions you'd like to ask me and Dunk that we will answer on episode yep. 50 of The Parlour. Anything. Anything within reason. Uh, like, no, I'm anything, not going to tell care. you about I'll my tell underwear. Whatever. I'll tell or... you anything, I don't care. Yeah, you really will, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm bothered. <laughs> I'm bothered. If anybody, anyway. if they want to <laughs> ask me anything, I am not bothered. I am not scared. Yeah, send your questions to Stacey's Parlour on Twitter. Yeah, to quote 
the late great Bernie Mac, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. That's what he used to say in his early days of stand-up. Okay. That's what um, he used to say. Jolly good. The end. Jolly good. Yeah. Do you know what we had? We had a really Pick nice cake. That was very that was very spiffing. I know that that's I know I'm just going on a tangent at the end of the episode. Yeah, I mean, you know, just shut up, Dunk. <laughs> but it was a lovely cake and it felt very posh when we had it. So that was nice. Did you eat it with your pinky? I should have done. You should have. But you should you, if I know this is near the end now, but you should have eaten this. You should have had a cake and tea with this because that's what the, that's what the parlor's all about. And this is part of the parlor network. Yeah. Well, we we had tea. We did. We did, but I don't know if they've they've done. Oh. Well, no, neither do I. Yeah. Anyway, you can delete this if you want. I don't mind. I think I might. Good idea. So, anyway, long pause and delete from here. So. Bye. So. (laughs) Latest taters. TTFN. Ta-ta for now. Good night.